0: what's up everyone uh thanks for listening to the third edition of this podcast we're going strong with three so far um for all those who have listened thank you for all those who haven't listened what are you doing get on it it's great um we're completely in the itunes store completely in the google play store right now um, so thanks again for those that are listening. We have an awesome agenda today. A lot, of, a lot to talk, a lot to talk about. Um, we were going to go with, with um, straight up personal assistance, but we wanted to talk about Pixel versus iPhone first, um, with the whole Note Seven debacle that's happening. So, I think maybe before we jump into the Pixel versus the iPhone, um, we should update some of the listeners if you don't already know uh, what's going on with the Note Seven, so that you can understand why we're going to talk about the Pixel versus iPhone. Um, so, do any of you want to like update? The listeners on the actual Note Seven debacle and what's going on.
1: Yeah, turn it on, you. <laughs>
2: <laughs> you really should, yeah. <laughs> and I've heard that some people want to keep it and just keep using it because they're like, eh, it probably won't happen to me. But like now, it's banned on airplanes altogether. Like if you have a Note Seven, you can't ride on a plane. So, and they stop production, and all that kind of stuff. So I think it's it's about time to let it go. But there, I was listening to another podcast and they were remarking on how it's like almost too convenient that just as Google releases their Pixel note just crashes in person. oh get out of
3: here <laughs> get out so of like here. some
2: might wonder <laughs> but yeah so i mean th- that's basically the update is that it's it's still bad they haven't had a fix for it and so they're recommending to everyone that you turn it in and they're giving i think they're even giving rebates on or um on accessories and stuff like that so they're completely withdrawing everything and stopping production so it was great and even mkbhd is sad and said his parting last words in his last video but yeah
0: yeah, um, so I was actually reading something on Reddit the other day about it was just the whole Note Seven thing. Like when that post-it Reddit it, it crap hit the fan, people went crazy. But somebody commented on it and he worked at a like a phone retail store and one guy came in with two two Note Sevens and he thought the retail guy thought he was the guy that came in was gonna return it. Um, and he's like, oh, "Are you going to return those?" He's like, "No, no, no! I have two, um, just in case one of them explodes, I have a backup." And I'm just like, "What? <laughs> you have a, too much money. You have two bombs? Like, what are you doing with your life? It's a you terrible idea. Two... <laughs> like, it's that's,
3: so the, bad. that's the best title right now. You have two bombs. Yeah. yeah.
0: yeah. Can, Can we, we say please that make that podcast? Title? Is that a different explicit <laughs> well, tag? <then? laughs> we are explicit. So let's make that happen. We are okay. two bombs right there. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So to, to all your points, yes, turn it in 100. It's it's not a a good thing to have at this point um, if you think you can get by with keeping it um, I'm going to straight up call you dumb, that's not a good idea um, they'll give you your money back and you can easily switch phones so um, please switch phones back but Pixel versus iPhone, Kevin I know that you bought uh, a Pixel recently right, you're financing it or something like that
3: yeah yeah. Um, I bought it, I'm waiting for it I don't know exactly when it's gonna come in because it's still technically during, uh, going through the pre-order Um, Heads up for those that do want to buy it though, right now if you buy it during the pre-order timeline, which is ending, I think, October 19th, you can get the free Daydream VR um, with it. And what happens is they're going to send you like a promo code and then when the VR Daydream comes out in like November or something, then you can redeem it. Um, But that's like a what? It's like $79, I think. So it's it's like a nice plus um, yeah. an incentive, so yeah. Sweet. But, okay, I mean, I guess we can start talking about it. I know we said we didn't want to dive too deep into the conversation just because the Pixel really hasn't come out yet, but um, I know we have Monadi and Mitch, our big iPhone users, and Ryan and I are more team Android, so I don't know, I'll let one of you, I guess, start the conversation. Um, in terms of what you want to talk about.
0: Sure. Yeah. Um, oh go ahead, Ryan. That's all you, man.
1: All right. Yeah, so I think the one thing about the Pixel that's gonna really make it or break it is uh, the battery life. That's the so one department Android's like kinda lacked on for the past few years, is yeah. just keeping up with the iPhone and not dying when it's, you know, the screens off or whatever. Yeah. Speaks the truth. So I think man. that's like a that's a really big thing for the Pixel, is to make sure they have that solid battery life.
2: Yeah, and I think it struggled because it was always made by other manufacturers, right? So now that Google can control both, maybe it'll get a bit better. So I'm kind of curious to see how good it'll be because it has a bigger battery, right, in terms of capacity. It does. Yeah, on all fronts, it has
0: a bigger battery for both phones, yeah.
2: Yeah, so that'll be interesting to see. I think that is a huge point is that people, like even you... Ryan, you're always charging your phone at the end of the day when Melodia <laughs> and I still have like forty percent. So
3: he's <laughs> just a power be user because he's Android, you know.
2: Oh yeah. Okay. Power, yeah, yeah, yeah. Power just user. A power whatever, user. <laughs> man. iOS
0: ten doesn't. That's. I mean, I get it. Some things, yes. Power user. Whatever. Android's better for. But if you're power using away and you can't get through half the day with full battery, then I don't care how much you're using your phone. You're gonna need a computer, or like something, to continue power using. So
2: yeah. Um, Well, if Pixel could beat iPhone in that and it actually had a better camera, I think it would have a good chance. The thing is, like, iPhones is already so good. I don't think people are looking for something better for it. But if you're an Android user, this seems like the best phone you could get but I don't think that's true yet. Like maybe next year or the year after that. Right. Cause yeah. it doesn't look that nice. Like the note seven was gorgeous and had really good hardware and like the screen to bezel ratio was much nicer. So I think this is the kind of thing where this is their first stab at it and pixel will be amazing in a couple of years. And then if you happen to be an Android person, that's the phone to get. And if you're an iPhone person, you get, you get iPhone and those yeah. camps.
0: Well, so I, I also know, so with the, the note line and the galaxy line, um, if we're being entirely honest, back in I, I think what like 2011 is when the Galaxy line started getting super popular. Um, they got popular because of marketing. Like I, I'm just gonna, that's that's what that was my perspective. They started marketing like hell, and they had awesome commercials, and they pitted the iPhone against the Galaxy, and it yeah. won. It won for a, a good couple of years. So, uh, to me, besides like battery life and camera, if Google doesn't market this properly, then like it's going to go it's going to go to crap. I and I know they're marketing heavily like all over YouTube, all over magazines, all over the newspaper. Um but they need to come up with a way to get people to see that this is not just like another device that and, that runs Android that, that but that this is like like a worthy competitor to the iPhone on the Android front and that's extremely difficult at at this point in the game cuz the iPhone's such a well-established mark. Yeah. Um and so is the Galaxy line and the Note line that um luckily, I mean not Un- Unluckily for Samsung, but luckily for Google, um, the Note Seven is is literally blowing up, so that they can market it pretty yeah, easily. We'll yeah, we'll call it lucky. We'll call it lucky. We will call it lucky for
2: them, <laughs> but unlucky for whoever had to deal with those phones, man. Yeah, too bad. I know someone to work at it, but yeah, I'm really interested to see it. And I would actually love to hold it and try it. But the thing That's I'll keep said. coming back to is that Ryan and. Kevin, needs to freaking try an iPhone before yeah. they can say that they like Android more than iPhone, because yeah. Steven and I have actually tried Android a couple times, and at least we know that Apple is what we prefer, because I honestly see them as pretty equivalent. I don't think one is inherently better than the other, um, Right. they all um, have their own perks.
3: So for me, yeah, for me, it, it's weird, because... You know, I'm into tech, and and you know, I know, I guess when something's better than the other. Obviously, we can't really decide that right now with the iPhone and the Pixel. But for me, it's like, I don't know. A lot of it is comes down to like loyalty, a little bit, and just like who you who you like. And for me, that's like a big part of why I bought the Pixel. Like, if I was being honest it is pretty pricey. It's like not what I'm used to paying. Like for most of my life, I went with Android because it was cheaper. And so now that it's like the same price as iPhone, it makes me feel a little weird. I'll be honest. But there's something about like, I've always been like in support of Google that I was telling my friends, I was like, I feel like this is the time when I'm supposed to buy it. Like I'm supposed to back them up. And that's like a big part of why I'm actually buying it. It's not just because I think it's gonna be better than iPhone. It's just, there's some kind of like, I don't know, there's like this like team feeling.
2: Yeah, I get that. And I think we have kind of feel that for Apple too, right? Like every product that comes out, we are we think about trying it. But I still think you should get like the two-week free trial of iPhone and just say you've tried it and at least know that you prefer Android or, you know. Like what if you're blown away and it was such a nicer experience and you wanted iPhone, you know?
3: Oh, blown away. You act like I've never like touched an iPhone before. <laughs>
2: you've never used it and that's totally different. It like, is. I mean, Steve I mean, and I played with Android all the time at the stores and it's not the same as using it as a daily driver. Right. No, he's completely right. So to give
0: people, oh, yeah, the listeners some Go like ahead. background,
3: um, <laughs> he's completely <laughs> right.
0: <laughs> no, 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 he is. No, he is. There's. I, I. don't think many people would argue that that using the phone of like a friend versus actually using it as your main device through a couple of weeks. Like those are total, two totally different experiences. Um, and like I know Ryan, you used the. I think it was the 4S. Yeah, 4S. Dude, that's like, what, 17 years ago? Yeah, that's not even an
2: iPhone. Yeah, that's not...
0: Oh, yeah, you're
3: completely right. It's 17 years ago. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs)
2: completely right. Well, Um, the thing is, too, like, Stephen and I were gung-ho Apple, and then we got Android, and and for a while we were like, dude, I'm never going back to Apple. This is the best phone ever. And we said that about both phones. And so I just think it'd be really interesting for you to at least have that kind of experience. I feel like I think interest in tech should categorize over just brand loyalty. If you're actually interested in the tech, you should at least try it. I mean, if you don't want to spend the money or you you know you don't want it, that's fine. i will just, if you're really curious about it, I think it'd be great just to get it for two weeks and try it and then return it. Like don't even plan on keeping it if that's how you feel, but like why not try it if it's free technically, you know, and just see how it is, see what the hype is about so you can make your own decision.
0: Yeah, um, and to give listeners some, like, background on what devices we've tried, because I feel like if if this catches on, people are going to flip out, like, oh, you guys didn't try the right devices, like, calm down, we tried the Nexus (laughs) 6P first, which is the device you're supposed to try, like, you're supposed to try the Nexus stock experience. We tried it, it was great, but we didn't like it as much as an iPhone, and then during the summer, we also tried the Samsung Galaxy S7, which, by all like, by all intents and purposes, that was probably one of the greatest devices out at the time, if not the best, maybe besides, like, the the Edge for the Android series, because the Note, I don't think, was yeah. out yet. So, um, so we tried the good devices. We didn't just go buy, like, a $20 Android phone off of Amazon or something. They were good devices. Just wanted to throw that in there before people start, like, flame wars and go crazy about it.
1: Yeah, so, I know you mentioned, like, I had the 4S beforehand, and... I think the software changed a lot with iOS seven, which I like just missed out on. You're like iOS seven, iOS eight, but to me, just using iPhones, like through friends or whatever, the software just doesn't feel quite right, like Android does. Like I just feel so much more natural using the Android software and having things like the back button.
0: Yeah. But I, I mean, how much of that is how much of that is you being used to Android and not? Going out and giving the new iOS a shot, because and again, of course, I'm biased, but iOS has come a long way since iOS yeah. five or six, like a a long, yeah. like a miles, like huge leap. So um, maybe I mean, obviously, if you can't pay for it or you don't want to buy it, that's fine. But it's just it's weird that like people have these debates, like oh, Android's better, iOS is better, when they haven't even tried the other side of the table in you know five to six years, like. You you can't say it like all right put that into any other analogy and people would just be like you're crazy why are, you can't compare these two like it's just I don't know I feel like comparing the two without trying both of them is is very difficult to like get a true comparison or like mm-hmm. a, at least an unbiased comparison but um, and I guess it also depends on the ecosystem you're in right like I'm not in the end I'm I'm not in the ecosystem that somebody like Ryan is in because he's got everything that works perfectly but you know i have a mac i have an apple tv i have um an ipad so to me it's more valuable even if the software can't do everything i want it's more valuable to have an iphone that connects all those devices because everything works with each other and that's way more valuable to me than having to download 15 different third-party apps to get everything to work normally like i would uh, you know on a mac on an ipad with my phone it it all works fine. I don't have to download anything. It's just na- it's native. But with Android, I have to like download Pushbullet or Try Join, and then a bunch of other things with my mom and my dad, where I have to tell them like, no, don't message me through Messages anymore. Message me through WhatsApp, and it got to be a headache for me at least because I was in that ecosystem. So.
1: Yeah, no, I understand that. That kind of you just you buy an iPhone, you buy a Mac, it works. You don't have to think about it. But for me, because like, when I had an iPhone, I jailbroke it. An iPod Touch, the original, I broke it. Uh, I used to root my Android phones, put custom ROMs on there. So that like that little bit of freedom that Android offers you over iOS is just what appeals to me.
2: Yeah, and I agree too. And I actually, that's probably the reason I returned it is I played with it too much. Like, I kept <laughs> tweaking stuff and all that. And uh, it was just but... endless tweaking because I jailbroke too for a long time. Uh, and i probably would still do it now if there was a jailbreak i definitely would do it now if there was still a jailbreak out but um and i found that like there were tweaks that i had on android that i loved using for a while i was like dang this is really helpful and then going back to iphone like i don't even miss it like everything works fine and those extra features are cool but there's something about how cohesive and smooth it feels and the battery life is great too and if there were no facetime and iMessage, right that argument would be a lot weaker like I probably would be on Android if I didn't have some of Apple's features like that. Because as soon as you leave that and all your friends are on it, it makes it a really tough transition. But I mean, if you've always been on Android, you have nothing to transition from. So.
1: Right. And I think with Allo and Duo, I think if Google can actually push those and kind of treat those as real products, I think that might kind of alleviate that pain switching from iMessage and FaceTime.
2: Yeah, if, it, if they all run, is that how Allo works right now? Does it sync with all your platforms?
1: So no, it doesn't. They don't even have like a web platform or anything, which is what? kind of disappointing. So it yeah. okay, Calm
2: down. So it doesn't, so doesn't alleviate
1: really
0: exactly. any pain <laughs> point. That's the problem, right? It's just another well, texting app then.
1: I'm saying hopefully in the future, they'll actually do more with that. They'll have a yeah, web UI. Yeah. They'll have syncing across devices, that kind of yeah. thing.
2: Yeah. yeah. can get I mean, that to Hangouts work. Hangouts kind of does that, right? Well,
0: kind of, right? I haven't like, used Hangouts in a while, but when I used it, I didn't... I didn't find it to do anything nearly as cohesive or coherent as iMessage did with right, and iPads. my
2: and My friend I interned with is all Android, and he set it up so that he only uses his Google Voice number. Like That's what he gives out to people. And so he just uses his Google Voice number, and so all his texts and calls sync across all his devices. So he can pick up a call on his tablet or computer or text from his computer or tablet kind of thing. But that's unique because you have to set up with a Google Voice number, right, as far as I know.
1: Yeah, you can port your phone number to Google Voice and use that. You can?
3: Okay, so he doesn't use, like, a regular phone then, he just calls through, like, um, Google Hangout then? Like, how does he make, like, regular phone calls?
1: Uh, great question. So, yeah, you call you call through Hangouts with Google Voice. Um, I'm not sure if it uses data or not, I'm pretty sure it does, because the other, other alternative is to have uh, Google Voice just forward to a number, but you still can't, like do that in reverse. You can't call from your own number and have it go through the voice number. So As I think eventually goes Why isn't up. this
2: their priority? Like they, They're focusing on this whole environment now and suite of devices, but you can't even sync stuff between them, like messaging, which is arguably the most important thing you do with <laughs> your devices, you know? It's so like they're all focused on AI, and that's awesome, and it'll take off soon, but why aren't they focusing on like a usable messaging platform?
1: I mean, that's what I'm hoping out of this. I'm hoping yeah. they're slowly transitioning to that and realizing what they need.
2: Well, yeah. you also have to realize they're
0: So, okay, you have to step back a bit, and this is me defending Google, which is a shocker, but you have to realize the tasks that they have ahead of them to make something like that happen. So Apple only has to worry about their ecosystem. They have to worry about their Mac, their iPad, their iPhone. Google has to worry about every Mac, every Windows device, all of their Chromebooks, every iPad, every Android device. Like, that is a massive undertaking to make things not just for... Your ecosystem, but for every ecosystem across every company, that I, I can't imagine that t- that doesn't take years, if not like five, six, seven of them. So um, I
2: I buy that to some level, but they've already done this for every other platform, like calendar and contacts. They just let me sync my messages between my platforms. Like you can't tell me that AI and all this stuff is easier than just making a messaging platform that syncs messages.
0: I mean, right. I yeah, I mean. I agree with that. Yeah, I I would assume AI is much more difficult to to handle successfully than this messaging idea, but yeah. there's I guess still a lot of priorities. Into it.
2: Yeah. yeah, I agree. I'm just like they released Allo when people were like, "This sucks," and when you <laughs> release it when it has a bad first impression, it's hard to come back from that. I feel like so. Yeah,
0: and you also have to take take into account. I, I don't think it's. It, I think it's impossible, like literally impossible, to do what we want them to do on iPads and iOS devices with Allo. There is no possible way for them to send text messages to people using SMS settings and if they do then there's limitations to it. Like I I know right now if I use Allo to send a text to somebody um, or to send send something to somebody that doesn't have Allo it'll send them a text but it'll say like in the text message Stephen Malnati colon and then my message which you know is a workaround, but it's not a, yeah. like a very good one so I don't for for web platforms and like a Mac, by all means, they should they should have had that ready to go when they released Allo. But iOS I can I'll give them some credit in that it's not totally their fault. I think that's Apple's ecosystem's fault where they won't let people set defaults and they won't let people play around with settings like that. So
2: Yeah. I guess I mean, I'm even just saying within the Android ecosystem, why isn't there a solution that easily true. syncs all that stuff? Unless you use like Messenger or something like Facebook Messenger primarily. Yeah. yeah. But that's yeah, true. I don't know. I'm just confused about their priorities, but I mean just going back to you know, Pixel versus iPhone. I think for the most part, it's just what you like to use better. But I think you have to give both a chance to make that decision. But I mean, if you're happy with your phone, that's fine, I guess. It's just if you're actually interested in it, I think you should give it a shot.
3: Yeah. One thing I just want to point out. Go ahead. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead.
2: No, I was just no. going to say, because you would probably be telling us to do the same thing, right? If we were like, oh, Apple, Apple, and you're like, if you guys had tried Apple and Android and you picked Android, you'd be like, oh, you guys can't say that because you've never even tried Android.
3: No, I agree with you. I agree with you. Like, I can't argue with that. Um, But, like, something that I think is interesting, and I'm just trying to think of the – so it's funny because we are more passionate, I guess, like, especially with the two of you guys having tried iPhone and, you know, the Nexus 6P and stuff. You guys go into the nitty-gritty. You, like, pick out small things that you notice. And I'm just trying to think because I read an article that was really interesting about, like, the Samsung sales. And something I noticed is when they like partnered with Verizon, which is kind of like what the Pixel's doing, um, a lot of people who went into the store, I think if they broke down the statistics, and I have to remember the article because I don't remember the exact numbers, but people were buying a lot more like Samsung phones than they were like iPhones or any Android phone. Um, and I just thought that was interesting because you forget about um, some of the average consumers that literally walk into these stores and they just let the salesperson kind of direct them to which phone they think is good. And nowadays, yeah. like every phone is great, you know. Um, if you just hand someone like one of the nicer phones, they're gonna like, "Wow, this is so fast! Like, I couldn't do this before." Um, and so I think that's another priority that Pixel's playing on is the whole like unlimited storage in their Google Photos and how fast their their camera. I guess as it the shutter speed or whatever, like how quick you can take photos. And I think they're gonna have Ryzen really push on that aspect. I think like they made it very known in their in their event and in their advertising that like the camera is a big thing, because that is a big thing for a lot of people. They just want to use their Facebook, and they're half the time they're spending on Instagram. Yeah. Um, so yeah. So from that standpoint, I think it's gonna be interesting to see. Um. From a more technical standpoint, though, we'll just have to see when we can like hold both of them.
2: Yeah, I agree. It's interesting too because I think in stores they typically push you more toward Android, right? Like I think I bought an iPhone one time, and he's like, "So why are you buying an iPhone?" <laughs> I'm just like, really? Excuse me? <laughs> yeah, yeah, he gave me crap for it, and he's like, "You got to try." It. Like, of course, they always have their Android phones in their but um, in their belt holster, and because they think they're all cool <laughs> and stuff. But they're like eight-inch screens. But yeah, so I think that's true. Like maybe Pixel will be helped out in these retail stores because people will push that more over the iPhone.
0: I'm not yeah, sure I why. Buy it. Well and to be honest the Pixel comes off as a more user friendly device right it's it's not like this daunting android like OnePlus like the OnePlus devices they're don't get me wrong they're incredible phones but people look at that and they're like, well, that that seems like too much of a tinkerer's device. Like, I don't I don't know the company, I don't know the brand, yeah. I don't know what's going on. Um, yeah. When Samsung comes out with a phone and they market it, people are like, I know Samsung, I know they make good TVs, I know they make yeah. damn good microwaves and like ovens. I'm yeah. good with Samsung.
2: But, and Google's even stronger than that, right? Like they're gonna right. see a phone made by Google and they'll be like, oh, sweet. And I think it's a big deal that now it's Nougat, right? That makes all the icons around. Yeah. I think mm-hmm. that just that's so much like that's gonna be on the front box. It's gonna be what people see when they play with it, and it's gonna look. So much simpler, and I know it sounds like a small thing, but I think people won't look as won't feel as daunted by Android when everything looks very uniform and clean and easy to look at. So, yeah, and it's funny, change, but I think it'll help.
0: Yeah, no, I, I'm I'm with you, and I I think it's funny that uh, that Google started off as this like open source, we're gonna let anybody do what they want with Android platform, and now they've kind of circled back to saying like, well, crap, we have this vision of like AI and personal assistance. Um, like how are we going to get that to happen properly and i think they finally like it clicked in their head where they were like if we need if we're going to make this vision work we need to make sure that we have as many devices on our end as possible. And it's it's true. Like they're creating their own little ecosystem with for this assistant specifically. Yeah. And to Ryan's point earlier, if they play on that hard enough and they treat it as like actual products and they don't just drop it like they did with like the countless other products they drop, um, I think they have like a serious, serious phone here, like a really good phone that if iMessage and FaceTime were anything, yeah. I would easily consider switching. But unfortunately I they probably are.
2: would. I think I would for sure. Yeah no doubt just because more features right like more little android features that are nice i wish it had expandable storage um and what was the other thing uh what else does it not have
3: maybe just not water does yeah, yeah maybe, water. That was,
2: maybe that was one of them yeah yeah it's nice to have you know and i actually the, go to the,
0: like i put it next to my like when i'm in Gainesville, i will put it next to the like on the what's the word i'm looking for like on On the counter of my shower, like the little edges around the oh, shower, yeah. oh, I'll just put it there and listen Daredevil. to music. I mean, whatever. Man. There are videos out there that have that crap underwater for like a day, and it's fine. So i I think it's fine. I think the only reason they say water resistant over proof is because they want to avoid the douchebags that come into the Apple Store after they've like thrown it in the ocean and lost it for yeah. three days, and then come back and say my phone's broken. So
2: yeah, it's only it, you can only take it up to like what one meter three meters something like yeah. that like yeah. deeper than that they don't guarantee anything but yeah I, I think it's gonna be awesome i don't think it's that great now it looks kind of chunky and it doesn't seem like really a premium phone yet but maybe i didn't see it closely enough i don't know what do you guys think about that does it look premium
1: yeah i think i want to see it in person because i know when like the nexus 6p and the 5x are coming out everyone is trashing it saying it's an ugly phone and it's not going to yeah. sell well and it that came ugly. out it was fun it <laughs> It's not the most, I guess, aesthetically pleasing phone, but yeah. I'm just, I'm kind of holding my judgment until I see a Pixel in person.
2: Yeah, I think they're just a little far away from like the Galaxy level because those phones are gorgeous. Oh like, yeah, the, the Note Seven is beautiful.
3: See, I don't know. I kind of like the contrasting back of the Google Pixel. Now, in no way am I saying it's like a beautiful phone, but I don't understand why people are like giving it so much crap. Like, there's literally comments on YouTube and stuff like, "Oh my God, this is the ugliest design I've ever seen." And I just don't believe that, especially when like what most consumers are gonna throw a case on it anyways. Yeah. So so it's like, see, like if you know, there's certain things that you choose one phone over the other. I can understand, but if it comes down to just the way the back of the phone looks, is why you won't buy it. Then I don't know. Yeah, I think that's it was more
2: like it was more like uh, the screen to bezel ratio, and it looks doesn't look like metal, right? It kind of looks like plasticky. I might be wrong about that. See, that's that. that's something yeah. that
0: I wanna know. So when the Nexus six P came out, there was not a single review that I read that was like that was not saying how like how premium it felt and how awesome the phone was and how great the materials were. And then I got it and I used it and I sat there and I was like, everybody's wrong. Like comparatively to something like the Note <laughs> seven, the S seven, the iPhone seven or six S, like it was nowhere near the build quality of those devices. Yeah. Like, and I, maybe it's Huawei, and they don't have like as premium of a, like manufacturing process as Samsung or Apple. But if Google can pull that off, and I think they, I think they will, because they're working with HTC, and I know, I know for a fact that HTC, in terms of like premium materials, can oh, nail yeah, stuff yeah. like that. Yeah. Um, I, I think that it'll be premium. I, I just, I have to see it. And as for the design thing, I mean, that's completely subjective. Obviously, like it, I can think something's beautiful, and you can think it's completely horrendous. So. I don't really put too, like, people are going to not think something is pretty, like, I think the iPhone 7 is gorgeous, I think the Note 7 is gorgeous, but there are people that are going to trash it anyways, so, I don't put too much thought behind that, because, again, like you said, people are just going to slap a case on it, they don't care, they don't care. so, um, those are my thoughts on that, I don't know.
3: Yeah. Oh, just, a, I guess, just a quick thing that I didn't think about, um, now that we're thinking about the design, I like the fact that the Pixel, like, the Nexus phones, that the fingerprint sensor is on the back. Um, And I know that's like another nitty-picky thing. I don't know how much you guys care about that But I really like the whole concept of like when you pick up your phone Because your fingers already on that like back portion that you don't even have to like unlock it It's like basically already unlocked when you when you pull it up. So Stephen, I, really like and I that.
2: kind of felt, yeah, Stephen, I kind of felt the same way at first, but that's the thing is you have to pick it up to use the fingerprint sensor, whereas I find myself a lot like it's on my desk at work, and I just want to unlock it without picking it up and see what's going on, and I can just rest my finger there. Um, oh, that so, is true too. That's yeah, true. Yeah, that's the only that thing. Because otherwise, now when you use a pixel, you'll have to use the pattern unlock, which is easy too. But that's the only thing about the ones on the back. Um, maybe in the future we'll get spoiled and have it on both sides. But um, <laughs> yeah, that's it's the only thing. The,
0: the whole like, phone. What <laughs>
3: they, no, they literally don't. just have everything. In yeah. <laughs> yeah. The entire like, phone is going to be a big
0: fingerprint scanner. Like the entire aren't, phone, every part.
2: Well, aren't they talking about that? Where they're going to try to have the display like detect your fingerprint and unlock that way so you don't oh need yeah yeah apple i think is gonna that's apple i think they're rumored to do that yeah oh that'd be so si- bet- if they could get the whole front to be a glass panel with no bezels <laughs> and then the screen is the fingerprint sensor how gorgeous would that be i'm excited and nervous for that phone honestly <laughs> it'll be cool that'll be their big redesign it'll be cool to see what happens but so and then in terms of voice assistance how much does that draw you to one platform or the other like is is voice assistant on Google a big reason you stick with it or do you not even use it? And same with us for Apple, like are we even using Siri?
1: Mm. Mm-hmm. I use it when I drive sometimes. Yeah. Like I wanted to play a different song or something, I kinda you know, okay, Google and hope it works. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but that's about the extent. I thought okay, actually,
2: Google was really strong when we it, had it. It actually
1: it works extremely well, even with like the music really loud, I still find that it works really well and picks up my voice instantly.
2: Yeah, yeah, and the benefit too is it works with third-party apps, right? And Apple's getting there, but you still can't do Spotify or anything. Or you can tell on Google, you can tell Spotify to play a song instead of just the default music player. But um, I don't think I ever use Siri other than if I'm super lazy to say, like, text my dad, blah, blah, blah. And that, that I think works very well. I never have problems with that.
3: Yeah, so for me, yeah, I don't use Google now really that much. And I think part of the reason is because I'm really good at just like typing it in myself and like I yeah. already you know it's so convenient and it's so like muscle memory for me to just like do it really quickly that to me it's almost like I feel like it might be like slower to talk um which I don't know if it's true or not but I would say for my mom who like barely knows how to use a computer like literally yeah. didn't know how to turn it on like last year yeah she we like gave her a tablet and she only uses like the Google Now features, which yeah, I don't uh, recommend either because it's another shit show. Uh, we're gonna have to put the there's explicit the tag, tag there's on the tag. There we go. <laughs> but it's it's like so you know, she doesn't know what she's doing, so she's just saying okay, Google like a hundred times. Um but it actually picks up her voice really well and she's yeah. so happy um that there's that feature. So yeah, it's also that depends is true on for, the for users
2: who aren't as sure what they're doing, yeah. Um right. Yeah, it's true.
1: But uh um, but now we have Google Assistant which you can do through text through Allo right now and it's coming to the Pixel. Yeah. So you can get those same features without having to speak and I'm kind of interested in how that's going to play out. See, that's yeah. something
2: I really wanted and I remember posting this idea on a like a jailbreak form saying like, can we just get Siri access through like spotlight? Like I type a command to Siri and spotlight and it'll do it. And like, everybody's like, that's so stupid. Just talk to it. And I was like, well, no, you're sitting in class and you want it to do something fast. But if I could just type out, like text my dad, what time will you be here? I don't have to unlock my phone, open the app, find him, tap in the field, type it out, press in, lock my phone, you know? Like, it can still potentially save you a lot of steps if you could type. So Which is
3: crazy because that only takes, like, 10 seconds. <laughs> yeah, but, like, in terms
2: of just fluidity yeah, of yeah, use yeah. and stuff, so.
3: Well, yeah, and that's, that's
0: like, to, to all your points, the point of the assistant is to get something done for you that otherwise might take a little while longer doing it yourself. So like you're getting information. and I don't think voice is the only way to
2: access that.
0: Right, right, and that's why I'm super yeah. excited about Google Assistant. And Mitch, I'm I'm with you. I was probably on that like thread commenting <laughs> on it, like backing you up because that's something that like I I've always wanted is to be able to just talk to like type to Siri. And right. the thing that frustrates me the most is so Apple brought Siri to the Mac and they'd only let you talk to her like the computer is the perfect platform for you to type to typing, an assistant yeah. and they yeah. don't even let you do it on the computer and so that's why i don't think apple's going to move in that direction unless the assistant takes off from google um, and uh, it's just it's really frustrating that apple's fallen so far behind like when siri came out it was such an advancement in terms of what you could do with the voice assistant. Um, Although granted it wasn't amazing, but it was miles better than anything that I remember at that point. And they've just fallen flat, like on every level behind Google on this. And it just sucks because Google's got this massive like database of knowledge and information to leverage. Whereas Apple's, you know, they're huge on privacy. So they're trying to do the differential privacy idea where they're not letting people track you. and, And it's more difficult that way, I think. But It's just, it's really, really, it sucks to see that, like, there's one company that's absolutely killing the game there, and then all other three companies, which is Amazon, Apple, and Microsoft, are just kind of sticking behind and and watching Google as they go.
2: Yeah, and I think Google has that advantage there because they have so much information, right? Like, Apple's more about privacy, so they don't like people on Apple don't really want Apple to know that they have a flight tomorrow at this location. So, you, you know, Google now is so predictive and helpful and Apple is kind of limited because Apple's more about eh, keep your information to yourself. Right. Right.
0: And the cool thing is, and I'm hoping what they do is, and I think this is a the direction they're taking, um, is keeping all this stuff local to your devices. Right. So on your iPhone, I have no problem if you, if you search through my mail on my iPhone, right? Like if it's my iPhone and and you're giving me information right there on my iPhone only, and that is not being shared amongst other, you know, devices or like being sold to advertisers or anything, by all means, Apple, do your thing, give me the information, I'm fine. But the thing that, that sucks is a lot of people do draw the line, like you mentioned, where, um, you know, Google does that to get information from you and sell you relevant advertisements and et cetera, et cetera, where it's, it's a little more open with them. So, um, yeah, it's, an unfortunate, And I have no idea how Alexa works in the background or how Cortana works in the background. I've heard horror stories of Cortana and how, like, terrible Microsoft is with privacy right now. But I don't know too much about it. So I don't want to, like, step on any toes of our listeners because they're probably <laughs> going to come back and be like, yeah. you guys suck. What are you talking about?
2: Well, and to the main point, too, even though Google does have the superior voice assistant, just in terms of factors, I don't think I have used it very much when I had Android for, like, that month or two. Yeah, so. yeah, I
1: agree. So I think the voice assistant isn't, like, the cool thing about it. I think Google Now in general is just, like, really nice for all the little things it does with all yeah. the notifications. Yep. Yeah, yeah, so, uh, the cards. So, like, one time I was getting on, or I was going to the airport, and before I even got the text from the, the airline, I read, Google Now already alerted me that there was a gate change.
0: Oh, yeah, so I instantly nice. knew
1: where to go.
2: Yeah, yeah. The, the, the only thing that iOS, iOS can do with that is like if you add your, your, your Ticket to Passbook, it'll do the same thing. Yeah. But, but that's like a like one-use one case, case you know, just for flights. flights. I wish I there was there that kind of stuff, stuff around iOS completely.
0: Yeah, and I keep coming back to this, this typing versus speaking thing. Like, I, I honestly think more people would use Siri or Alexa or Cortana um, or even Google Now, which they're doing now. But I feel like more people would use them if it was just a contact that live in your messaging app. yeah you just text them yeah yeah it's so much more valuable and even if it wasn't in your messaging app if it was just an easy way to get there like like if you long press the home button and you could just type right there like you mentioned mitch like instead of having her talk to you you can just type and say like please do this for me and it'll do it from the lock screen i would i would almost never go into my um into my actual home screen and like mess around on apps if I can do it off yeah. the lock screen.
2: Yeah, because I mean, most of us can type really fast right now, right? So it, yeah. it seems like yeah. a much better way to interact. So And it, correct me if I'm wrong, with Allo, you can't do that stuff, right? Like call my dad. You can't just type out call my dad and it'll call, right? You can't
1: do those commands. So. It's just
2: like for Google searches.
0: Yeah, it's so. pretty
1: much... Um, it's oh, just wait, for info. Let's
0: yeah, let's test it out. Go ahead, Ryan, test that out. I'm so pretty sure type- that it's just... Like I, I typed messages.
1: in call Mitch Nielsen, and it brought up uh, like a contact card, and it has oh. a little button that I can press it, and it'll call.
2: That's
0: cool. But can it, you, it won't me?
1: automatically start the call. What if
2: you do a text? Like, text Mitch Nielsen What's up"? I don't think so. I mean, on Android, it might. Let's see how that works. Because that'd be super yeah. interesting. Because those are pretty much nice. the main two use cases. Yeah. Did it the only like thing up? is, like, reminders.
1: It, uh, it brought up Google Now again with uh, your contact information already in and then a little message thing with what I asked it to send. So I could just press a button and it would send the message. Sweet. Oh,
2: so that's pretty nice. Yeah, that's kind of what I was looking for. What that about reminders? Great. Like, could you do like, remind me to shower today?
1: Yeah, I, yeah <laughs> I, could, I could be like, remind me to do laundry. At remind five. me to shower
0: today. And you're typing this to all of <laughs> I think he's <laughs> typing it to Google, the Google assistant. Yes, so the right. as Google
1: assistant inside of Allo's, I'm typing yeah. all this into. And it has like stupid little things like uh, you can ask it to tell you a joke and you can have it send you a joke every day, which is actually really funny.
2: Really? It can I'm going to try you... this on my iPhone. Yeah, because we yeah, all it... have
0: Aloe. Well, honestly, I don't know why we don't all use it.
2: Call Steven Malnadi. Are, no, no, no. oh, oh, like, so are you talking to me? No, no, no. Oh, so when I do it to Allo, it's like I can give you better answers if I know your device location. <laughs> why? What? I just want to call <laughs> Steven. <laughs> okay, Google. <laughs>
0: Hold on, let me try that. That doesn't sound right. Hold on. Call
2: so yeah, it doesn't
0: work Mitchell on iOS. Nielsen. Yeah, because it was
1: opening a lot of stuff in Google Now for me.
0: Yeah. Call Mitchell uh, Nielsen. Yeah, no, I I said call Mitchell Nielsen, and it says this is the top result: Mitchell Nielsen School. Yeah. Yeah. So on iOS, it's very limited. Yeah,
2: unfortunate. Oh, well. yeah. But yeah, on, on Android, that's actually a pretty nice way. And I wish in, uh, Apple would do a similar solution. You know. Yeah. Maybe.
0: And, it, and like to give to give credit or love to the other assistants because we're not really t- like I don't care too much about Cortana because I don't use Windows at all but I know she's a thing, um, and Alexa too she's a thing as well. What kind of, What's kind of crazy is like Apple and Google are obviously miles ahead in this space because they have the hardware for all the platforms, right? Like, if Google really wanted to, they've got a Chromebook, they've got the the tablets, they've got the phone now, and like Apple's got all three of those as well, and then a uh, watch. But, like, Amazon, all they have is an Echo and, like, a Kindle. And nobody, nobody, I mean, nobody uses a Kindle for Alexa, I don't think. And Cortana is literally just on the tablets and the, the computers that, that run Windows. So, yeah. I don't know. It's just, yeah. it's kind of odd to see how Alexa is, like, changing the game without changing its own game. that makes any sense. Like it's not, advancing, it's not advancing Amazon in the AI platform across devices. It's only advancing Amazon in like the speaker AI platform or like personal assistant platform. And then Google and Apple are like, thanks for the idea. Now we're just going to run with it and beat you at it because you suck. So it's just <laughs> weird to see how that works.
1: Yeah, because I use Windows 10. So Cortana, I think I turned off within like the first week. Mm-hmm. Uh, I cannot Same. figure out how to turn Cortana back on. It's just not an option anymore. Which is fine because I have no you interest. You killed
3: Cortana. <laughs> no, I just,
1: who's, I just, who's dying I in, like in the I'm...
0: background? Is that Mitch in Chicago? What's going on? Yeah. Goodness. Yeah, the cops are after me. Jesus, Man, I can mute myself. No, I'm kidding. Don't mute yourself. Come on, we want the cops.
1: <laughs> Cut it out, and Post. It's okay.
0: <laughs> we want the cops in this podcast. Bring them over. Have fun with them.
1: <laughs> yeah, I, I just... love cops.
0: <laughs> that's going. That's going to go great with our podcast name. I think we said, what was it? We are two bombs or something. Yeah, <laughs> We are two bombs two and we bombs. love cops. Yeah. yeah, I have two bombs. Let's actually change that. Yeah, I have two bombs. I don't know why I put we ha- we are two bombs. I don't know what I'm doing. I have two bombs. Yeah, but Ryan, why did you um, why you turn Cortana off? Was she, like, was she bad? Because I, I ha- honestly haven't used her at all. Yeah, was, was Cortana I, bad? She was, was a bad was girl. Like
1: <laughs> <laughs> There's the explicit stuff that we're looking for. <laughs> yep uh, it it wasn't like bad I just I didn't see a point of using it when I had Google Now on my phone and I could just do the same things but probably better through Google okay. yeah
0: that's fair but like, yeah. you, had, you weren't doing anything on your computer that you thought I'd rather do this on my computer because I need it to do a computer specific task
1: I, I would just search on Google to be honest like I don't I never felt like Cortana could offer me anything a basic Google search or using Google Now couldn't do that's fair
3: yeah I think I also turned off Cortana. It's just weird. I think we're so used to... It's because we also grew up... We're like the generation that first got computers, so they've kind of been with us our whole lives. And it just feels so weird to use, like, voice command over a laptop. Like, it, it just feels weird for me. So I really... I never use it either. But going back, like, my mom... Like, I got her a Chromebook, and she will use voice recognition or like i guess it's not cortana because it's a chromebook but like she will use those features so for some people it might not work it might work out um but for me a lot of it is just like it's just weird and cortana in general i think is just it just it, it it feels glitchy sometimes it's not smooth okay that's fair That's definitely fair. See, like that could just be my laptop, though.
0: (laughs) It could be. You're right. Um, I think Cortana serves its purpose well in something like an Xbox, where if you have um, the Connect, like I remember when I first got the Xbox 360 with the Connect, I used to use those features all the time. And and back then, it wasn't called Cortana, but it was the same platform. They just changed the name. Um, I would use that stuff all the time. I would, I would basically tell them or tell. To connect, like turn on my Xbox or record that, or um, turn off my Xbox or open Netflix or open Skype or whatever. Um, it was actually pretty pretty neat to have that feature. So from inter- from an entertainment perspective, I use these like I think the the personal assistant game like on the entertainment front is awesome because I use it. I use Siri all the time on my Apple TV to pull up like a. Sp- oh damn, Siri just turned on. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. I use I use her all the time on my TV to you know open up specific. Uh, shows that I want to watch instead of having to dig into the app and find them, um, and Google's doing the same thing too with their ecosystem now with the Home and the Chromecast, where you basically say like, like, "Hey Google, play Luke Cage on Netflix on my TV in the living room," and it'll do it, which is absolutely yeah. insane.
2: It seems like the theme is that voice is a solution when there's a clunky interface, but voice is being pushed so much on on devices with great interfaces. Like It's very easy to navigate Android and iOS, yep. but they're only pushing these voice assistants on those platforms. And so TVs, awesome. Computers, not so much, because I can usually just use Alfred or type in and do what I want to do faster. But yeah. on TVs, I love that feature or things like that, You know, where it's much easier to just talk to it. But yeah. I wish they would focus on those platforms with these voice and then allow us to... It, it also takes out a huge piece of the equation right when you have to talk to siri if you have bad connection it waits and waits and waits while it translates the voice if you could just yep. type to it it's it's like it's already built in just let us do that thing and for some reason nobody wants to do it so
0: yeah and that brings up a pretty valuable point where like having it in a clunky interface is perfect and having it in something where it like makes your life eat Easier and faster is also awesome. So, I'm all for putting Siri and Google Assistant and Alexa and all these things into like phones. That's fine because, you know, there are times where I'm driving, I'd rather just hold down the home button, not take my eyes off the road, and use Siri um, for safety. But, you know, like if I'm at home and I want to turn up the AC, I'll just use an assistant. Like, there's no point in getting up and doing that. Like, if I could just tell my phone, like, turn up the AC to 75, then I'd much rather do that. Or I could tell it to, like, turn the lights off. I'd much rather do those things. So, Yeah, if if they could just, like, if the voice assistants could be more of, like, an assistant for things that I want to physically do rather than something that, like, requires me to just go into my phone and literally type out a couple of words, I, I, I'm i with you there. It definitely makes more sense to have it be in, like, a clunkier interface space. And I think that's it's getting there with Alexa and, and the home. Hopefully Apple follows up with, like, a Siri speaker or something because mm-hmm. I'd jump all over that thing if they've made it well enough.
2: I mean, that's pretty much guaranteed, right? That they'll come out with their own little home device? I hope so. I hope what they Ever don't do anything? is...
0: Well, I mean, there's rumors about it, but I hope that they don't do like, like oh, screw the home thing. Just use your Apple TV as the center of your home and blah, blah, blah. <laughs> it's already there. And I'm like, I don't... I don't want that. I just want to speaker well, was, that sits in there. I was
2: wondering if they'll maybe spin the argument like, oh, with our ear- AirPods, you can have them in your ear all day, so you can just yeah, talk yeah. to Siri there, and you don't have to have a device in every room, because your AirPods are already on you all the time.
0: I will punch Tim Cook in the balls if that happens. <laughs>
2: it's such a stupid idea, honestly. And
0: to yeah. be entirely honest, they have Beats. Like They have one of the best like speaker manufacturers in the world. Granted, they're not the best sounding speakers in the world, but they're very good speakers for what you get. Like They're not terrible, terrible speakers. So. They could easily just throw like a stupid little chip in there and have Siri on there. They could literally do that in like a month. I guarantee yeah. you, they could make that happen in a month. But I guess they're just ironing out the kinks and like figuring out how it's going to play with all the, all your other devices. So
3: Yo, they're gonna report us because you threatened uh, Apple. Man, whatever, Tim Cook. Honestly, <laughs> he has he's been
0: slacking lately with some of the stuff that he does. I don't. He keeps talking about AI, and I'm like, or not AI. Um. Uh, AR augmented reality. augmented reality, which is awesome, but can can you get can you just do something already? Like <laughs> can you just make something happen. Like, give us a taste. I don't know. Whatever. I'm I'm done. Give here. us a taste. Just, just keep my taking body's my gonna money. gonna
2: switch back to Android.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna switch back to Android now. You guys have convinced me without even talking.
2: <laughs>
0: I'll be the I think lone that's he I, think, <laughs> I think that's a good uh, a good a good note to leave the podcast on because we're. We're over time, I think. It's 46 minutes yep. going now. So yeah. Um, so good talk, guys. Uh, we'll come back again next Sunday. I think I think we're going to have some some music on this one, if I'm not mistaken. Can we make that happen this time? around? Yeah, right Ryan,
2: Ryan will add I some jams. Do. And if you have ideas for topics or feedback or anything like that, we're on Twitter right. at That Tech Podcast and That Tech at gmail.com.
0: Yeah, and there's the cops, so we definitely need to go. So <laughs> thanks for listening, guys. <laughs> Appreciate it, as always. Uh, we'll see you next week.